Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Comment Podcast, where we talk about whatever we want. Movies, TV shows, um, spaceships, aliens. We haven't done that. Guess we should put that on the list. Um, <laughs> I'm Tori. Hello? Hello? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I'm, I'm Tori. Oh, there we go. I'm Nate Marin. <laughs> okay, let's wait. You know what? Cut, 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 cut. Let's try that again. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Okay, there we go. Forgive us. It's been a minute since we recorded. So, um, today is just going to be a general episode. We're going to just, you know, catch up. Um, see how talk about how life has been, and then we're going to jump into some very trendy, very of the times MBTI, and you know, dive into our personalities, you know, our friendship, and things like that. So, how has it been? How's it going? <laughs> Life is pretty chill. I'm going to work, doing my puzzle, um, trying to find some new music. But mm. That's pretty much it. What about you, Corey? It's the same for me. Work, games, sometimes I'll watch TV. Uh, other than that, though, I don't really be doing much. Like everyone else who should be at home. <laughs> <laughs> Shade. How about you, Nia? Uh, about the same just working like crazy and then when I'm not working playing Animal Crossing and then sometimes watching shows and animes and then reading if I'm not too exhausted mm, yeah I'm currently still in school uh, uh, things are getting a little hectic um, but you know between school and work pretty sure I'll survive I have to I have no choice um but yeah it's been you know 2020 is she's coming to an end but uh the chaos has not stopped (laughs) (laughs) the chaos has not stopped at all um we talk about some major things that happened Chadwick Boseman passed away I uh broke down in complete tears (laughs) same same very sad uh as for those of you who don't know, I am a writer by heart, a teacher, a soon to be teacher by occupation, but I love to write and my uh realm of interest is fantasy and science fiction and um magic realism and when Black Panther came out, I you can ask the girls, I don't watch superhero movies. <laughs> I'm not into Marvel at all. Mm-hmm. I've watched Black Panther like three times. And I loved it because everybody was so unapologetically black and I didn't think that could happen in Hollywood. And I always thought that if I ever did, you know, decide to write movies or anything like that, I would have to fight tooth and nail to, you know, protect the stories that I create that are usually all about black characters. So seeing um, people who have been in the industry go ahead and take that fight and it not be a fight like the the production of Black Panther didn't have a lot of controversy around it because it was written by black people, starred black people, the staff was black people. <laughs> and so of course people have their opinions about the movie, but it they made what seemed impossible possible. And Chadwick Boseman was a huge part of that. So losing him was, you know, devastating. Yeah, not even just, like, because of Black Panther. Like, he was such a great actor and person all around. He did a lot of philanthropic work with cancer patients at that. So it was just really heartbreaking to go on Twitter and see him trending and figure out why. Like, that was just terrible. This is probably the worst year that I've ever lived through. Yeah. Worst. Yeah, this is probably the worst year of my life. (laughs) Mm. And then also with Chadwick, thinking about how many young black kids looked up to him yeah. as like, because I know people will talk about like the logistics of being the first black superhero. Yes, we know there were other superheroes, like, but um, I wouldn't like I wouldn't Wesley count Blade because he's not really a hero. Um, like anti-hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and Wesley Snipes is not a great person. But um, <laughs> so I'm so with Chadwick, though, like he was just an all around good person, good role model. And he was like the way he 
carried himself like he yeah. behaved like a king like if you watch any of his awards um person. speeches yeah. he was just he portrayed himself like a king like all the people he played on screen besides t'challa like he played jackie robinson he played james brown he played the third good marshal like he picked strategically roles that would show him in and black light, people yeah. in that positive light so i think he did such great work for the world and the fact that he was able to film so many things while being sick for four years right like on another note too like people you have to be more cognizant or like conscious of how you're treating people what you're saying because i remember when he first got on instagram live and he lost all that weight because he was sick which people didn't know at the time people were calling him like a crackhead and stuff like that of and course, the like, media jumped on it. Yeah, making all these terrible comments about him. Like, yo, like if you don't know something, just shut up. Like, <laughs> literally, yeah. that's it. Just keep it to yourself. Cause not like, look. All that stuff y'all said and not look. So yeah, it's it's crazy that we have to like teach people to be decent, yeah, <laughs> like to be a exactly. decent human. Exactly, so, and yeah. not everything should be some something you should joke about. Yeah. Yeah. I. I know that he's in a better place. I know that he is, you know, shining the king that he is. And though we are sad for his loss, the legacy that he's left behind is amazing and will continue to be throughout history. So, yeah. Yes. With a heavy heart. We move on to our next topic. Okay. So, <laughs> did anyone else have anything they want to talk about? Like, what are we watching? Oh, uh, I want reading? to say very quickly, fuck Tory Lanez. Um, I oh, oh my God. <laughs> can we, can we for two minutes talk about, so first of all, let me just catch you up real quick if you don't know. Tory Lanez, bitch ass Napoleon complex motherfucker from Canada, um, decided that he got drunk and decided to just shoot Megan the stallion the queen for no fucking reason and of course because people hate black women um they the minute that this story came out everybody was blaming Megan Megan had to yeah. do something she Megan's so manly she's so tall out, she yeah he thought she was in <sighs> Oh, uh, you know, as, first of all, good. as a group of the four of us are at least five eight and taller <laughs> five, exactly eight and taller I absolutely hate the notion that because you are a taller, bigger, or not petite woman, you are suddenly aggressive. Fuck that shit. Right. If you mess with me, then I can get aggressive. Most of the time, I'm chill as fuck. And the fact that people are so quick to erase the pain of black women and constantly turn them into the aggressors. Megan was a fucking victim. She still is a fucking victim. And everybody and their mama is just like she like megan tory lanes is a grown man he ain't gonna shoot nobody for no reason bitch he was drunk he did. but he did he did <laughs> shoot somebody he, for he no really reason did. and megan protected no him reason. exactly she, she this is why i gotta service. say she did him a whole service protecting and that's women stop doing that just stop stop it, whoop, say it again because right. some people aren't gonna hear and you it's like i can't even be mad for her for protecting him because she was dealing with the cops the cops are but also ridiculous. i can F, no, but also no, I, no listen, no, listen the there's thing, gotta I, be a I, line I, though there has there has to be a line but she after see, see after they got online and all the other bullshit then she stopped protecting him i can understand why she see, no, didn't say shit while they were in front of the cops though she didn't say anything for like a good month though that that's uh, my issue yeah. because okay. she like i get initially when the cops were there and like helicopters flying over there i get initially you know obviously you're not going to be like oh there's a gun in the car of course with everything that's going on in the world but when you get to the hospital that probably would have been a time to say something because it's a de-escalated environment and then maybe if you still didn't feel safe there because she was saying she thought the doctor was a cop and you know doctors are mandate reporters in some situations so i guess i can understand that but at the same time they they weren't going to arrest anybody like especially mm. her but then on top of that like for an entire month later just maybe because she said like she grew up in certain areas and i get that but at the same time me personally yeah you know i would have let like, him go let him yeah. fall on his ass yeah like because because honestly all this work megan is doing to protect this man who bought who shot her he 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 injured her he did the perpetrating against her and she's doing all this effort to save him and protect him from any kind of harm it's like he wouldn't do the same for you he didn't he do not. the same for you he he's not giving you respect you, first of all. 
he's yeah. he's just going around about his life and he probably will get a pass because men like that get passes when women who don't even do anything bad get canceled for real that's another conversation but like to me it's like I know she in her mind thinking I gotta protect all of us I gotta protect Tori Tori wouldn't protect you if the situation was reversed if Megan would have gone and shot him Tori would have immediately been like she did it he would have never it's unfortunately a built-in part of black living like black women are taught that the black people are a whole and therefore we have to protect our own and um unfortunately that same thing is not taught to men not taught to a Mm. lot of black men that they're not taught to protect um black women they're taught to protect their women people that they have claim over that they have possession over when those exactly in their immediate circle in their immediate circle and even then that shit it could be very surface level Mm. it could be very for the gram it could be very just like dominant and overpowering but they don't see the entire black women as a people as people of their own of their same they're not sisters they'd be like sister you need to chill out we are the you know we're the same people bullshit blah 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 but that performative wokeness that performative wokeness is it's 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 irritating as fuck because you because every time because every time black women get on twitter it's just like okay what if this we have to say what if this was your mother what if this was your sister what if this is where but black women inherently are like i don't have to i don't have to say you don't have to say to me what if that was my brother he's black therefore i already feel the empathy i already feel the empathy because i can walk out it could be me but black men don't do that they don't walk out in the world think they they can be the same as black women and they never have and it's all us we like we see this is why i got this is why i gotta say at some point you gotta be like y'all need to start shoot like like leave them to dry like sometimes you gotta protect your own well-being first then instead of thinking of the bigger picture, because we we're ingrained to like you just said, Tori, we're ingrained to think that way that every black man is a part we're of the saving. collective. Even and that's why we protect so many trash men in our family. It's why our grandmothers have protected. And like, it, <laughs> there's so many ways I can take lot. this. Like the way that older black women in our families, and I mean our families as like not just like us i mean into see like but the you, there you go again talking about the collective because we could right we, but we will always talk about the collective like we won't just make this personal because exactly the collective unfortunately in society people see black people as a collective we can't be individuals therefore right. black women think about the collective <laughs> right and so i'm saying like yeah. we like black women we've got to stop protecting bad men because even if they're black you shouldn't think oh i gotta protect him because the society's gonna think no if he's doing a crime if he's doing something bad if he deserves to be away if he's trying to harm you if he's trying to assault you who cares because he's a bad man if he's not gonna hurt you he might hurt someone else and like tory lanes could have gotten someone else other than megan and he could have hurt someone else in the past like you can't you can't like it's a really de-learning because a lot of black men are never taught that they got to help black women <laughs> ever. Unless <laughs> like, they're a part of your family. That's the thing. Exactly. What were you about to say, Mary? Oh, um, I was going to say, number one, skinfold ain't kinfolk. Second, <laughs> um, <laughs> second the fact that his team went around and spread lies. She was quiet about it. What was the point? Yeah, well, you could have, well, like, exactly. if you... If, if if he would have if he if he wouldn't have got his PR people to go around putting this story out that she was the aggressor and selling it to media sites, this would have never happened. Like I wonder if they did that so he didn't get what is it not indicted but sent to Canada. They probably would have got yeah, he's Canadian? like literally um, yeah, yeah. He's not mm-hmm. American. Like if they would have not tried to sell these stories, I'm probably pretty sure she would have never said anything. And right. we would just all True. be trying to guess what happened at the end of the day. But because they went around spreading lies, and I'm pretty I'm almost a thousand percent sure the only reason why TMZ have these alleged text messages of him ap- apologizing is because of his PR team. Because I'm of not course. sure yeah. Megan would have given that information 100%. to them. A hundred and, and a thousand ten percent. And they think that makes him look good. You apologize over a text for shooting someone? Like, hello? Right. Like, and I don't think people realize that Megan could have died. 
like that literally died she could have literally first died when i saw that she got shot i kept thinking oh my god like did she die because literally if he would have aimed a little higher it would have been a lot worse than it was and people didn't think about that they immediately started joking about it exactly and on top of that the fact that megan didn't decide to press charges and the fact that Tori has even, the fact that there's so many men, famous men, his peers that have not come out and said anything. Anything about it. Anything. Have not come to Megan's like, defense. Are you surprised? Are the you rap community, the, the like, male rappers are just, they're just, they're something else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's something just, else. And it's like, and then, and then the, immediately the fact that people were turning it into a joke, like instead of having empathy for this woman, like Megan, yes, she's a rapper, but does that does rap always have to mean that you have to be, you have to oh that this is expected? Get rich or die trying. Fifty Cent get shot nine. No, first it's not. of all, this generation of rappers mostly got motherfuckers grew up in the suburbs, so I'm gonna need exactly. everybody to chill out y'all with this hood shit. Y'all aren't <laughs> crips and y'all aren't in gang violence, and all the ones who are are lying. Like <laughs> what? Most of them are lying. Like if you not Snoop Dogg's age, I need all of y'all to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> right, like. And to me, it's just, it's really sad because it shows that black women have nobody. Like, we only have each other because and even, black even, men even are not even men. men. Even, even then. Even men. <laughs> like, so why, going on Twitter and seeing other black women blame oh. Megan, I was just like, I, I, first of all, I, I, I can't even get mad at them because I was like, you, you, you grew up in the most misogynistic home. I can't like yeah. you you have to come out of that like on your own. People close to you have to like bring you out of that space to realize that you're you're not doing any good by blaming her. <laughs> exactly. Cause they're gonna do the exact same shit to you. Like don't think you're special because you're oh like that's the main problem. People thinking that they're special, not that wouldn't happen to them. No, you would have got shot too. Exactly. Exactly. And then like, what's crazy is that if this was, if he would have shot a white woman, if he would have shot Kylie yeah, or one of the Kardashians. Kylie. Oh, like, hell. No. I don't even want thing, to though. mentally think about what it would have been a lot. What, what yeah. would have happened? I'm pretty sure if he would have shot Kylie, she would have pressed charges immediately. Oh, he'd be in jail. Absolutely. He would have been in jail for, been for a jail that same night. Like, yeah. for like, a long time. Not, could not have gotten out on bail. No the bail. entire no, media would have no looked through all of his jail records, would have brought all his fines up, would have found his family, but nobody did that because the victim was a black woman. Yeah. And also, not even that, it's like Kylie would have never had no empathy for Tori, ever. Even ever. though the Kardashians oh, oh. love, they love being with They like, love the to toxic. think that um, yeah. they love to do performative shit and call themselves allies and Right. And all that good shit, but they don't give a fuck. They don't give no. a fuck. <laughs> exactly. And it's just and Megan also her situation, she lost her parents. She doesn't have anybody. She doesn't really have anyone yet. She doesn't have anyone to help her through these traumatic situations. Being shot is traumatic. It's not right. something to brag about. It's traumatic. And, and so she has no one there. People are, just like, it, people are acting like this is like a thing. It, it's just the, the assumption that she deserved it like yeah. y'all are i've we we live in a time where people will shoot other people for road rage we live in a time where a lot of people just carry ak-4s and shoot protesters because they fucking can and you yeah. can't wrap your head around the fact that tory lane's might have just shot megan because he fucking could i mean like, this is we're dealing with people also that still support chris brown even though and yeah. and say Rihanna deserved it. Like this is it's been a decade. And people still will cape for this man who's a who's a serial abuser. So it's like people don't learn. They're gonna protect abusive men no matter what. And here's my and, thing is the thing a lot of people like to especially when um abusive black men get prosecuted by the law they're like the system's broke the system they're just going after him because he's black and i'm like that's crazy or he fucking did something like or I, he's I, a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> like i understand that mentality because the system has always fucked over black people they continue to fuck over black people right when these mega ass celebrities are being brought in for pedophilia for mm. Again, their crimes have to do with assaulting black women, so therefore they couldn't have done it. Exactly, they couldn't have done it. Of course, because then we're kinfolk. Then we're skinfolk. Then it's like, it's 
I'm just, I hope Megan's okay. Like I know right. that, that that trauma can stay with you. It's not going to ever leave her. So really people need to be sending compassionate messages to Megan and stop trying to, and just get Tory Lanez, just, just stop. Like send his ass back to Ontario, wherever the fuck he came from. <laughs> in the jail. Like, like he shouldn't, it's just, it, the whole situation is just frustrating, but now we see we see everyone we've been seeing people's true colors but this situation really brought people's true colors to the front yeah it's just the ridiculously masculine black women especially dark-skinned black women yeah for no fucking we'll have to do uh, we need to have a new corner where we just dive into really deep topics (laughs) we should we should have a corner like i could take it back i went to a you know, one of the be- I took classes at some one of the best um, African American studies departments. We can go there and explain to you why you don't like dark skinned black women and how it mm. all started with a slave master. But we don't have time for that today. That's not <laughs> people don't have time. They they then, and then they'll be like, oh, actually, you know the the what about isms the <sighs> shoulda coulda wouldas. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to our next topic. So. Um, if you haven't been on the internet, which I'm sure you have, like every five seconds, because you know that's the only thing we can do today, is um, the MBTI thing has resurfaced, um, and it's very trendy right now. I want to ask everybody when they first like heard about MBTIs and personality types. I think I heard about it like last year, mm. but I just never paid attention to it. Because, like, I, I heard people talking about, I'm like, okay, what is that? It Like, to me, in my head, it was just, like, the horoscope type stuff. Mm. What about you, Nia? Uh, I've known about this for a pretty long time. Um, Probably high school. Um, I was just, like, that's always that person that was looking up, like, personality quizzes. And I used to love those BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed quizzes. So this was kind of in the same vein. And mm-hmm. so I did it back in the day forgot about it then had to do it again two years ago or last year for work and then uh did it this again recently so I've kind of always known about this test can you explain to me why you had to do it for work like (laughs) yeah so my one of our the head um COOs of our company is very much into like how to make your team a stronger more connected team So Mm. we're a pretty small company. We're only like 60, 70 employees in total across all departments. So it's like she was trying to have like sort of a group seminar about how to connect better to your coworkers and by using this personality test and how that connects to communication and teamwork. And it was just like a like an hour long seminar about personalities and how that applies to your workplace. Very interesting. What about you, Mary? Um, I think I did it once in high school, and then I did it again when we had to do it for this podcast. Okay. So, I'm from the Tumblr days, when Tumblr was real popping, and everybody had these letters in their profiles, and I never knew what they were. So, that's when <laughs> I found out uh, about the MBTI types. And if you don't know what this is, the Myers-Burgers uh, personality test, which just basically tells you you're one of, like, these 12 personalities. And it's, at first, when you look at these, it's, like, very, uh, very much, um, like, when I first read Minds, I was like, this is not me. And then I continued to read it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> like, after yeah. you get up to, after you get up through the first page, there's some shit that just, like, calls you out, and I'm like, that's unnerving when you start going on youtube and looking up like your myers-briggs personality and like like descriptions of it especially like oh your personality in five minutes there are some statements that were made that made me feel very called out and i was like (laughs) wow like i do do this i know i do this but i can't fix it so why are you saying this (laughs) okay so we're just going to start off by introducing our own personalities so uh, Corey is okay first of all it's hilarious because all of us are introverted <laughs> like <laughs> all of us have i all of us have p and two of us have three of us have f and the other one has t and i think 
Um, Nia's the only one within, and uh, Corey's the only one with T in her like main one. So, <laughs> so Corey's a virtuoso. A virtuoso is someone who's introverted, observant, thinking, and prospecting personality traits. They tend to have individualistic mindsets, pursuing goals without needing much external connection. They engage in life with inquisitiveness and personal skill, varying approach as needed. Virtuosos love to explore with their hands and their eyes, touching and examining the world around them with cool rationalism and spirited curiosity. People with this personality type are natural makers, moving from project to project, um, building the useful and superfluous for the fun of it, and learning from their environments as they go. Often, mechanics, engineers, virtuosos find no greater joy than getting their hands dirty, pulling things apart and putting them back together just a little bit. Uh, better than they were before. Now I read this and I was just like, that does not sound like Corey at all. <laughs> yeah, like I realized too when I was reading it. At first, I was like, that doesn't sound like me. But then also, some of the stuff they were saying that my personality type does, I realized if I had money to yes. waste, <laughs> yeah, I would be traveling or building things. But because I don't waste money like that, I don't do stuff like that. Now jumping from project to project, oh, I have that very badly. Like Ooh. I do that. Especially between <laughs> games, like I'll play one game, finish that, go to the next one, or I'll try to start multiple things at one time. Like it's just not good. I think what was that? They said something on the YouTube video. Where I was like, "What in the <laughs> hell?" Let me find it. All right, I'm gonna read your friendship, a portion of your friendship portion, right? So it says, um, "When it comes to friendships, virtuoso seem to uh made for." Bushin's law of game design easy to learn difficult to master i agree um with their well-rounded <laughs> and interesting array of hobbies people with the virtuals of personality type have no trouble at all making acquaintances to share their activities with it gets it's getting beneath the surface to become the virtuoso's true friend that is the real challenge leaving them with a lot of goodwill and friendly faces to call on but only a few people who they would uh, feel yeah. truly understand them which is very very true <laughs> yeah that's another thing that I was like, because like this year I kind of like thought about myself and I was like, oh, I have traits that I try, I need to kind of fix. Mm-hmm. And one thing too is like, even though I'm somewhat shy, I I can I'm very good at like talking to people after a certain point. But my thing is, like up to a certain point, I do not let people know like very personal stuff about me unless mm-hmm. we're friends for a very long time, and then I'll start telling you about my problems. But mm. other than that, like, if I don't know you that well, I like, you would not know me beyond the surface level at all. And mm. I'm like, that's kind of an issue because, like, <laughs> I don't make a lot of friends. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really care to change. <laughs> right. Like, listen to this. Virtuosos are unusually popular, almost in spite of themselves. <laughs> Their open-mindedness, interesting hobbies, and relaxed attitude are attracted to a remarkably broad range of personality types. With so many acquaintances, virtuosos are sure to be struck up deeper friendships with at least a few very 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 true i feel like that's very much Corey. i feel like like the engineering thing you're also very good at technology like given the chance like i think you're one of the more versed people out of the four when it comes to technology so this this personality trait does not surprise me whatsoever (laughs) see this was the statement it was like this YouTuber, he did a series where he was, like, going into each personality types. And then mm-hmm. he was kind of reading off statements from ISTP people, right? <coughs> and the guy was like, I find it challenging to comfort someone who is having a dilemma in their life because most of the time people don't want solutions to their problems, which confuses me because why do you keep complaining when I'm telling you how to fix it? And I was <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> because, like, I've always said this especially when I was in high school, one thing that I cannot stand Mm -hmm. is people who complain about stuff that's fixable and won't fix it. Because I'm like, why don't you, like, why are you crying about this? Just go do something. But then, like, I try to, like, as I got older, I kind of tried to make myself realize, okay, well, like, maybe people can't just deal with things like how you think you would, which is true. At the same time, it still bothers the hell out of me. Yeah, there's. I just looked at the strength and weaknesses, and one of them is dislikes commitment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 
long-term commitments are particularly odorous for virtual ones they prefer to take things day by day and the feeling of being locked uh, into something for a long time is downright yes, oppressive that's something i realized this year uh, <laughs> <because> <laughs> it was like when that my personality types when it feels like it's being restrained or a trap it gets very flighty yes and like we'll cut connection with people and like yeah that that's true yeah i'm not gonna see how i realized that but that's true yeah this is yeah we'll have to like take it a just minute to makes like read me very through. concerned though because like in one of the videos they had this meme in there where it was like an animation and like the guy was at a wedding. He was like, mm-hmm. weddings? This is not for me. Marriage is a social contract. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, whoa. That sounds like some shit you would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to move on to Nia's. An INFP. A mediator. Uh, the true friends of people with the mediator person. Oh, well, let's do introduction first. My bad. Introduction. <laughs> <laughs> a mediator is someone who possesses the introverted intuitive feeling and prospecting personality traits making up only four percent of the population these are rare personality types tend to be quiet open-minded imaginative and apply a caring and creative approach to everything they do mediated personalities are true idealists always looking for the hint of good and even the worst people and events searching for ways to make things better while they may be perceived as calm, reserved, or even shy, mediators have an inner flame and passion that can truly shine. Compromising just 4% of the population, the risk of feeling misunderstood is unfortunately high for the mediated personality type. But when they find like-minded people to spend their time with, the harmony they feel would be a fountain of joy and inspiration. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> right? <laughs> when they said reserved, I was like, Nia? <laughs> reserved <laughs> an idealist to me you can be very pessimistic sometimes but i was like an idealist. yeah <laughs> yeah it's honestly it's more like this kind of which is weird because i used to be when i took this a few years ago i was infj mm-hmm. and then it changed when i did it this year and i was like hmm this doesn't sound like me at all <laughs> mm-hmm. but um but i think it's because also y'all know me more mm-hmm. than just like like I, for me, when I, when I meet someone for the first time, I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> like I don't, I don't say nothing. I, I don't like, I think from the, from the perspective of reserved, it's more like if I'm out in a social place, will I go out of my way to make random conversation with people? Yeah. Absolutely not. Like <laughs> I just, it's because that I think when I get with people who are like me or just like friends, like y'all who are my friends, mm-hmm. different. So like that that description was like the i the pessimism i think comes from like the fact that i'm like i real i i give people it's like online i think of everything as negative but when i get out in the real world and i see people i'm like oh that person can't be a terrible person (laughs) and then i so it's like i have a really hard time in like in person figuring Mm -hmm. out who's bad and who's good if that makes sense I'm going to read your uh, friendship portion. The true friends of people with the mediated personality type tend to be few and far between. But those that make the cut are often friends for life. The challenge is that many dualities that this type harbors when it comes to being social. Mediators crave the death of mutual human understanding while tire easily in social events. Um, they are excellent at reading into others' feelings and motivations, but are often unwilling to provide others the same insight into themselves. It's as though mediators like the idea of human contact, but not the reality of social contact. Me? <laughs> I feel so attacked. <laughs> That's literally me in a nutshell. It's like, whoa. Like, how did you know? Right? Yeah. It's like that, that hit a little too deep there. If we look like, at your strengths and weaknesses, you're very creative. You're dedicated and hard-working. You're um, too altruistic. Mediators sometimes see themselves as selfish, but only because they want to give so much more than they are able to. Hmm. Impractical. Yeah, that's, that, that altruistic thing is real because all the time I think, oh, I need to be doing more or I should be like, I'm always thinking what I'm doing is not enough. Oh. But then they're also difficult to get to know. Mediators are private, reserved, and self-conscious. This makes them notoriously difficult to really get to know, and their need to their need for these qualities contributes to the guilt they often feel for not giving more to them. 
more of themselves to those they care about bingo <laughs> oh that, that's, that's literally do you want to talk about a internal dilemma absolutely like i for me self-esteem self-conscious oh that's mm-hmm. all there and then it always kind of more so not necessarily with y'all but with my previous friends groups definitely mm-hmm. like, like i would always like keep up a, a yeah. wall oh, yeah, okay. yeah de- a big wall because i didn't want them to I didn't I would always want them to not pity me mm. or feel bad for me if that makes sense mm-hmm. because I cuz they always were like the people that I, their lives were so much more interesting than mine. Mm. So I would always feel like I was the Debbie Downer. But not with y'all though cuz I feel like you care about me as a person and I'm not saying they didn't. I just think that with their they looked at life differently. If that makes yeah. sense. We all live like the they, very same boring life. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily boring. Like whenever I hear from y'all, it, it's, it makes me feel like, like we all share and we all feel encouraged by each other. With mm-hmm. my previous friend groups, I never felt like encouraged. I didn't feel yeah. support. I felt yeah. like it was sort and of. Didn't you say too, like you went to like a very, you went to a private school that had a lot of like wealthy people. So like from mm. the jump, they don't have that kind of outlook that regular people have. Regular yeah. people. About, yeah. thing, about normal things. So. Right. And a lot of things would just go over their head. I couldn't express yeah. like my true financial struggles exactly. or the mean. real world didn't make sense to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that even though they were trying to be nice, I it just wasn't the same. So I kind of was just like, you know what, forget it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a kind of an interesting, <laughs> interesting friendship group before I met you guys. <laughs> but I always felt like that. Um, I was just following whatever they wanted because I wanted to be Tori. Exactly. Same. Oh my god, <laughs> Tori, a hundred percent same. Like I really wasn't into anime or mangas Mm. or anything like that but they all were so i would try to and like when i found k-dramas like kind of on my own and got rid of them i felt like i finally had a hobby my own and my own interests and of course we were high school friends so after we graduated nobody talked to me anymore (laughs) like Mm. nobody reached out i didn't reach out to them and so it was yeah it was an interesting four years of high school but yeah so interesting enough me and Marin both have the same personality type <laughs> yes. oh wow yeah but Marin is ISFPT and I am ISFPA and I had no idea what that means That's so I yeah right so I looked it up so it says an ISFP T is turbulent while ISFPA is assertive. So because of their greater confidence, assertive adventurers are likely to feel more adventurous than turbulent adventurers. Turbulent adventurers are more sensitive to stress and can feel overwhelmed easier than assertive adventurers. This characteristic can allow them to see little problems before they become big problems. So turbulent adventurers are likely to feel more comfortable with themselves than the average turbulent personality. They are less at ease in their own lives than assertive. Assertive adventurers are less dependent on the opinion others in a turbulent but turbulent adventurous sensitivity may allow them to work better with others and to collaborate so that was very interesting um we are adventurers adventure is a person with an introverted observant feeling and prospecting personality traits they tend to have open minds working life new experiences and people with grounded warmth their ability to stay in the moment helps them uncover exciting potentials adventure personalities are true artists but not necessarily in the typical sense um, when they're out painting happy little trees, often enough, they are perfectly capable of this. Rather, it's that they are, use aesthetics, design, and even their choices uh, and actions to push the limits of social convention. Adventurers enjoy upsetting traditional expectations with experiments in beauty and behavior. Chances are they've expressed more than one phrase, don't box me in. When it said beauty and behavior, I immediately thought about Mary just cutting off her hair <laughs> without <laughs> letting anybody know. <laughs> So yeah, um, when I first read through this personality type for me, I was just like, ah, this doesn't sound like me. And then I kept reading when it got to like friendships and like parenthood and career. And I was like, wow, this is definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mary? Um, When I first read it, I honestly thought it was wrong. I took it twice. Same. I took it twice. I was like, yeah. this is wrong. What are you talking about? 
like, um, none of this. No. Well, I didn't. The thing is, I only read like the first page of description. I didn't bother. Yeah. I didn't know it talked more about like your strength and like your friendships and your relationships. So I didn't read that. But oh, the okay. first part, I was just like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, excuse me. Yeah, no. It like it gives you strength and weaknesses. It gives you like how you would manage a relationship, how you be in a um as a parent how you are in your career it gives you all of that so it's it's probably because y'all were on y'all had to test on your phone mm-hmm. so you might not have seen it mm-hmm. but uh in friendships adventurers are some of the most comfortable people to be around laid back and spontaneous people with the adventurer personality type won't bog things down with arguments or structured long-term plans intellectually exhausting pastimes like debates over european economic policy won't hurt their attention for long me don't talk about politics. <laughs> this is it gotta be short and sweet. Uh they're here now and is what's important to adventures and they love spending time with their friends doing casual fun activities. I feel yep. like that is yeah, very much like married. Yeah. 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 I love hanging out with friends. There's nothing more yes. boring than me to stay in some <laughs> But then like they go on to this like part where like I don't want to talk, I wanna play. And I was just like I the only reason that this I felt like it it came forward to me is when we've been talking about doing a podcast for the longest time and then one day I was like no we're gonna set out a budget we're gonna set out a time we're gonna buy the stuff we're gonna do the thing (laughs) that's when I thought um that kind of you know talked to me and then um strength and weaknesses oh strengths sensitive to others imaginative passionate curious I'm very curious I will spend a ridiculous amount of time (laughs) on the internet searching like on one thing like i started writing this uh synopsis for a chinese historical and i spent like three days straight trying to pick out which dynasty it was gonna be (laughs) Mm -hmm. so there's that and the weaknesses they're fiercely independent um unpredictable fluctuating self-esteem i felt this a lot it's demand that skills be quantified but that's hard to do with adventurers strength of sensitivity and artistry adventurers efforts are often missed a harmful and damaging blow especially early in life adventurers can start to believe the naysayers without a uh, strong support uh yeah i felt this one a lot i have a very bad tendency to downplay my achievements mm-hmm. like mm-hmm when people, I, I remember in class one day, I, our teacher like, talk to me about how your day went. And I explained to the people at my table how I'm taking classes at Emory and, and at Georgia State. And one of the girls looked at me, she was like, wow, that's a lot. You're doing great. And I, and I looked at her and I was like, no, other people do this. <laughs> that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> like, that's, that's literally how I think about a lot of stuff. Like, when I got into grad school, I was excited, but I was like, I'm not the only one in grad school. So it's like, right cool it's okay it's cool like <laughs> i should be ecstatic for getting into grad school like for getting a fellowship like those should be things mm-hmm. that i should be very proud of but i'm just like no it's cool i'm not the only one it's a very bad habit i have and i feel like that has to do with self-esteem so i need to work i think with the personality things too like once again like once you get off of like this description and actually like go into like kind of discussion based descriptions i guess mm-hmm. or like videos at least mm-hmm. you kind of can see more of you what you think <coughs> your personality is in those because mm-hmm. i feel like some of these descriptions you're kind of just reading and like eh, this is not me mm-hmm. but then like when you get to the youtube videos and they start saying stuff that you would say and you're like shit i said that yesterday like, <laughs> <laughs> right so i found some very cool tumblr like posts that kind of put all the MBTIs in different categories. So here's the MBTIs as villain. First, we're going to do Nia, which is INFP. <laughs> uh, the person with one event in their life as the primary motivation for every bad thing they have ever done. I also, I feel like this fits Nia because Nia has a great memory. <laughs> Like, oh, I feel yeah. like you're very versed about, like, really specific topics. So if you were going to be a villain, it'll be, like, one very big, like, catalytic event. You're just like, no, now I have to fuck everybody up. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> the most realistic thing. Because I always, re- my memory, like you said, like, it's uh-huh. really bad for the things that are for, like, for some reasons. But then I just remember 
very clearly certain things that mm-hmm. are just never leaving my mind. So that's very accurate. <laughs> and then we have uh, Corey, which is I uh, ISTP, the one who takes keep your enemies closest to heart and befriends the squad trying to catch them. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> The only reason I think this works is because Decoria would be the most annoying fucking villain in the world. She'd be like, <laughs> she'd be on Twitter like posting memes, I'm finna blow up the state capitol, bitches. <laughs> and then, That's and then, <laughs> it would be like, it would be like her posting shit on Twitter and the heroes also posting shit on Twitter. It's like, will you stop fucking doing that? You're like, absolutely not. <laughs> See, that was one thing, too. Like, there's this one video series, and the guy kind of gets into, like, the dark parts of your personality. And mm-hmm. he was saying, like, ISCPs, like, if like if there's a conflict and, like, let's say they're, like, angry or whatever, they'll, instead of, like, resolving the conflict, if they're feeling a certain type of way, they'll escalate it, like, to a place oh, beyond. Oh, oh of course. <laughs> like I don't ever want to get into an actual fight with the courier. I know I would lose because she has these comebacks, and I'm just like even sometimes we just have a conversation and she'll say some shit, and I was like, "Ouch!" <laughs> like it's not like a personal, it's not a personal attack at me, but you're like talking about other people, and I'm like, "Well, damn!" <laughs> right, the courier has it like in her arsenal. <laughs> I'm like, how yeah. do you think of that shit on the fly? I could never do. <laughs> And then, um, uh, me and Marin is the one who gets manipulated into revealing their entire plan because they think they already won. And sometimes they win anyway. <laughs> and the, the reason I think this works is because of me and Marin are both really into crime. So we would probably intentionally release our plan and then still win in the end. Because we would, we would have thought about every scenario. <laughs> We would have thought of the, the scenarios through like five times. It's like, okay, if I release my plan now, I can still get you the chance. <laughs> That's so true. What is like one weakness from your personality type that you want to change? Like for me, it's the insensitive part because I, I know I have a problem with that and I've wanted to change that for so long. But like, what's one of you guys' uh, Let's see. Weakness. Mm-hmm. I would probably do the... um fluctuating self-esteem like i don't Mm -hmm. think i'm overly competitive as i don't easily stress i don't know um Mm -hmm. unpredictable i dislike long long long-term commitment and plans tendency to actively avoid planning for the future which is wrong i have like five plans for my future (laughs) that is very wrong fiercely independent no i like being fiercely independent i lived an entire country for a semester myself i'm very proud of that um no it'd probably be fluctuating self-esteem yeah like i have me yeah i have those things where um i'm just like oh i look disgusting <laughs> mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i can go from being like no one can touch me to like very like in high school it was very very bad i like had a moment where this is one of those things i don't know if i've ever told you guys this this is one of those things where um i was following the trend of my friends who were very at the time mm-hmm. and so some people were cutting themselves and so yeah, i had also and i also started to do that like mm-hmm. because i didn't feel like anybody would ever love me mm-hmm. because of the way i looked mm-hmm. and so i had went through a very 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 <laughs> kind of um downward spiral of self-esteem that could have led to a very dangerous path if i wasn't deathly afraid of my mother <laughs> <laughs> so thank you mom for raising me with the fear of maternal <laughs> love <laughs> because like my biggest fear i think my biggest crystal today is disappointing my mother like mm. like if i've ever done anything to disappoint her like i can kill somebody and she would literally go to jail for me but if i did something to like <laughs> like disappoint her that i i know i shouldn't have done i, I would feel ashamed of myself yeah so yeah. fluctuating self-esteem for me. It's the same for you, man. Yeah, I guess like it's more of like physically kind of thing. Not um sometimes I'll be like, oh I'm okay. And then I'll look back and I'll be like, Jesus. And I'll be like, you're way too harsh on yourself. And then I'll be like, yeah. okay, but I could lose some weight. And then but you're okay. And then it just goes back and forth. It's back not forth. that bad, but yeah. Um decor uh Nia? Um, for me, 
So for mine, I think it's like a mix of two. So trying to be more social, Mm. if that makes sense. So like we're just like the way I guess I was just my mom is like a very extroverted person. And Mm -hmm. even my dad has kind of like a mixed introvert extrovert. So they both can be like those people that people just gravitate towards. Like Mm -hmm. they're just like they can strike a conversation with anybody. And that's honestly a skill. Like I've learned that's a skill because for me, I, I just can't, it's not in my programming. (laughs) It's not in my code. (laughs) So I wish that I could be more social or not, or I wish it was easier. I wish social interaction people that I don't know was easier. Mm, and and also the one that they say take things personally I've struggled with this with for years where anything that happens or anything someone says I would think oh they hate me now or Mm. I would think that I would do I would always overthink stuff with Mm -hmm. my with anybody who I interact with so family friends in the past I think oh no did I say something that upset them maybe they hate me maybe they don't want to see me anymore I would just automatically go into like a a spiral of like overthinking a situation to where Mm -hmm. like maybe that person didn't even think anything of it but in my head I'm thinking of all like the negative outcomes of maybe they maybe I did something that upset them so I'm just trying to unlearn how to not overthink every single decision same yeah but i i only do that with my friends i know it's so odd Mm. sometimes i'll just go and i'll be like damn are they angry at me and then like the the other part of my brain is like you literally did nothing you have done nothing (laughs) if you're angry about something they'll tell you like why are you like and then i'll go see them and then they'll be like they'll be fine and i'll just sit there and i'm like yeah so now you worried for about a week thinking they hate you for no reason right Mm -hmm. yeah i also have a very bad habit of downplaying my own feelings and reactions to things Mm -hmm. like if i had a conflict with somebody like i have to check with other people it's like i'm not crazy am i like yeah i Mm -hmm. guess i gaslight myself like i think we all do that (laughs) we just gotta take a moment just to make sure we're not overreacting about a situation yeah mm. and i think that also stems from like societal pressure but i don't yeah. we'll we'll do that True. another day <laughs> this personally right. like yeah this personality thing is kind of accurate but also too like you have to think about like a majority of it is not like your natural disposition some of it comes from just how mm. you were raised and who mm-hmm. how you grew yeah. up like it's not right. just how your parents raised you like you get not raised while you were in school but your personality forms like mm-hmm. through going to school and interacting with other kids so mm-hmm. right and also just like you to add on to that like what you've gone through and yeah like what you're dealing with because for me I've learned to I've learned how to cope with things that were not natural to me so even though these yeah. like this test which is why I think my test changed from mm. INFJ to INFP like I've I've learned how to change my personality to accommodate other people so mm. it's more so like these tests will kind of only show you a part of it, but exactly. you have to kind of do the other work to figure out the rest. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let me see. There's some other scenarios I saved. Um, we have MBT oh, types. As, oh, cute. go ahead. No, this is just super quick question. If I can mm-hmm. jump in real quick. Did y'all all have like the T or the A? Yes. That T and A is, yeah, and but that one I've learned because I took three different ones just to make sure that thing was correct. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) T and A is literally that site. Like sixteen personalities is the only site that does that. Mm. And I feel like one day maybe if I can find someone who does this, see an act like do an actual Myers Briggs test Mm because this these online tests that's like. A part of it is your perception of yourself on how you answer questions is different from when someone's observing you. But at oh, the same no. time, it can still be wrong because if you're an introverted personality, you're not going to like be how you normally are by yourself. If that yeah. makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have the types as senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll do Corey first, who is IST. P, where is it? Wait, 
I N oh we'll do Nia first. INFP. The one who sits on their porch constantly and knows every nearby critter by name. <laughs> <laughs> I that's kinda that. I could see oh, that. You me. can. I, I feel like <laughs> kind. I I would be the person who like I think it's less of sitting outside and more looking from my window. Right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yes. <laughs> like if a crime happened, they're going to Nia. They're like, oh, you know you saw. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, I'll. And I'd be like in the in the house, being like, closing the doors dramatically. Like, now this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have ISTP, which is Corey, the scruffy voice, been through it all, oct- <laughs> octogenary. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel like I feel like Corey's gonna be a very chill singer citizen. <laughs> and then we have um oh wow <laughs> we have being Marin, the kind retired teacher who drives a Harley and has seriously the coolest garden. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> First no, of all, no. retired teacher, yes. Once I for the longest time I wanted to have a motorcycle, yes. A garden Maybe not, but my yard is going to be very immaculate. <laughs> you know why I think the garden works? It's because you all saw how bored I was over quarantine. Yes. All the crap yeah. I'm yes. like, if yeah. I retire and I have nothing to do, I'll I'll start a garden just so yeah. I can Marin and I would live in the same house. And I would have the I would be the retired teacher with the motorcycle and our, we would have the beautiful garden in the entire exactly. <laughs> I, was I can like, see Marin being this. like no. I can see Marin being like, guess what I bought today? <laughs> I bought an island. Oh you know what? You, gonna... uh, I, over the quarantine, also, I was bored. And my dad was working on the backyard. And we have this small part in the backyard where it's just, it was just a big, like, area, just a little circle with nothing in it. I was like, why don't we just plant something there? And we did. And we planted something there. So <laughs> I did do it. Okay, we have the Myers-Briggs as protagonist. Let's see. We have INFP, which is Nia Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. I don't know what that <laughs> is. You've I'm never just, seen How to Train Your I Dragon? I, I, don't know. I barely remember that movie. Yeah. Oh, he was the kid. He had like a um. He had a, like uh. He was uh disabled. He had like a stub, and but he's the one who got all the dragons and stuff. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Like I've seen it. <laughs> And then we have Corey, who is IS, ISTP, Dexter Morgan from Dexter. The serial Dexter- killer? <laughs> 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 the crime show? I, it just says Dexter. That's not the Wait. cartoon, is it? No. Yeah, isn't I don't that Dexter so. the killer? And then we have. Hold on, let me interject. Um, It is him. I'm gonna say actually, Saitama from One Punch Man is also IST. So we're gonna replace Dexter (laughs) because I wouldn't kill anyone. And then we have ISFP, which is me and Marion, and it's Percy Jackson. (laughs) Look at that and a book I love. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also have one that has. Um, oh, the apocalypse. Let's look at this one. The oh, apocalypse. goodness. Okay, we have INFP, which is Nia, trips over and dies without it even being the <laughs> apocalypse. Oh, it was just the stairs. They couldn't, um, they the could biggest... swear they never saw them before in the moment. <laughs> Literally me. I would die before the apocalypse even happened. And then we have the I. I, I S T P, which is Corey isolates himself because other people are just going to get them killed. Yeah. <laughs> That's I can see Decoria doing that. Yeah. That's accurate. And then me and Marin is searches for somebody who knows how to survive this shit. Yes, finds the E S T P, exploits them and their group is the last survivor. They because the thing is. The only other option would for me to die because I'm not putting myself through the whole thing. Right. I'm not gonna win at the end if I'm not gonna like <laughs> this. I'm no, I'm not going through this struggle. Oh, I have fairy tale archetypes. Ooh. Uh let's see. We have the ISFP, which is me and Marin. 
the fairy, sweet and mystical. This creature isn't one to sit on the shoulder of the main character and follow them. They will fly to the rescue once in a while. Uh, kinda. Like, if y'all are stuck in some shit, I'm like, I guess I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have I-S. Oh, the post is not complete. Oh, okay, wait. I-S- I-N-F- P, which is Nia, the princess. <laughs> the dreamy, naive, <laughs> and idealistic girl wandering around the woods singing. <laughs> Literally? Wow. I feel attacked. <laughs> I'd be singing, like, the sound of music. Wow. Right. And then we have That'd Corey, who is ISTP, the craftsman. That <laughs> that wand that helped the princess defeat the dragon, that sword for the princess, the character made it. After all, crystal slippers don't just grow <laughs> on trees. <laughs> Corey would be like the salesman of the magical forest. What do you mean you don't have enough money to buy this one? Okay, then you don't get it. Oh my god, Decoria is a salesperson? That's a that's a TV show. Right. I don't I would not be a good salesperson because I'm like I don't think I would barter well with people who are trying to buy something from me. If I say like this is like a thousand dollars, don't be like, oh, can I get it for less? No. Like I made this. You either buy it or you don't. Like, it doesn't matter to me. We have MBTI in war. In war. Uh, let's see. We have IN... IN... FP, which is... <laughs> Nia. Dead. Innocently, <laughs> innocently wandered into the war and is now causing both parties to question their motives. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. We have ISTP, which is Corey, having the time of their life while ignoring everybody's <laughs> orders, of course. <laughs> and then we have ISFP, is painting the scene for the future historical reference. <laughs> if I was going to be anybody <laughs> at war, yeah, I'd be taking pictures. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one I have is uh, Avatar The Last Airbender characters. So, uh, let's see. I N F P's are not on here. Why is it not on here? Oh, INFP. Uh, Iroh. Uncle Iroh. Which is oh, yay! Uncle Iroh. But I can and kick then, some butt too. <laughs> I can. And then the IS. Right. ISTP. ISTP is, um, whatchamacallit? What is his face? Why don't I remember his name? He was from Legend of Korra. He was the older brother. Not Bolin, but Bolin's brother. Oh, I didn't watch Korra, so I don't know who that is. <laughs> Mako? Mako, yes. Yes, Mako. And then me and Marin got ISFP, which is the other girl from Legend of Korra, whose name I can't remember. I watched that show. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this was this was fun. It was. It was. Do I have any more at the dinner table? I feel like I saved a lot of these, but they're not. What fun. quick question, just like mm-hmm. something I just thought of. What do you think mm-hmm. is the most inaccurate thing about your test? Oh, the fact that what did it say? Something about always making everything a competition. No. Oh, I was about to say the same oh, yeah. thing. Overly oh. competitive. <laughs> I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> Wait, where is it? I'm definitely not. Yeah, I'm not competitive. I'm not that competitive at all. Oh, the risky behavior one. I saw that. I was like, decorier. (laughs) Yeah, because even even like uh, on a YouTube video where I was talking about the dark side of the personality, he was saying like, um, like if something bad happens, like I could, like people who have that kind of personality will like can spiral and go do drugs and stuff. But like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't sound right to me. Like, I don't not the type of person to do drugs or Mm. like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just very extreme. But he was saying some really like, like literally, an ISTP would have an argument with their spouse and then go to Vegas, cheat on them, and do drugs. And I was like, Oh, what? whoa! Wow. <laughs> I was like, I don't. That doesn't sound like me. If anything, I wouldn't be married. But okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mine, I mm-hmm. thought like super inaccurate was the um where it says like i'm dedicated to like like if i find a passion i'm super dedicated towards and i was like eh, no <laughs> i i i obsession hop so it used to be like it just yeah. went 
it goes from one to one. It's never like, oh, I'm going to invest my life into this one thing. That never mm-hmm. happened. I'm the same way. Like you said, obsession hopping. Like, I'll have one thing I hyper on, and then if I get bored of it, move right on. Exactly. Same. Yeah. This was fun, though. We'd have to, we should, like, d- dive deep into, like, the other parts of it and come back and talk about this someday. That'd like be fun. Two or something. Yeah, an episode two. But this was fun. We haven't recorded in a while. Um, If you guys have, tell us your personality types. Are we funny? <laughs> Did you like this episode? <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at C-O-M-M-N-T-D. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Mia. I'm, Mia. I'm sorry. Wait. No. <laughs> no. Cut, cut, cut. We gotta do this again. Okay, cut, cut. Bye-bye. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay, do it again. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Mia. And I'm Decoria. Bye. Bye. Bye.